Welcome to the Be a Difference Maker podcast. My name is Jeff Scouton, the host of the podcast, the podcast that aims at recognizing the wonderful things that are being done by our coaches and teachers in the tri-state area. I want to recognize our sponsor, The Moving Company. You can contact Brett and his crew at 712-541-9407 or www.movingyourthings.com. They can help you with any type of residential or commercial move or any storage space that you need as well. I highly recommend them. They do a great job and uh, you'll be thankful that you contact them. This episode, I want to recognize uh, Scott and Justin Rudin from Rebs of St. Mary's Basketball. The boys coaches there, the co-coaches there as well, father and son combination. And uh, just want to welcome them to the podcast. Welcome, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having thanks. us. Thanks for having us. No problem at all. You guys have been, uh, I think this is episode number 11, and you guys have come up as recommendations a few different times. So uh, I know I catch you in the the middle of your season, almost before break, but uh, obviously a busy time of the year. So uh, we really thank you for being on. No, appreciate it. Awesome. And uh, kind of to give you a little framework of this podcast too. This is, it's, this is a help current coaches out, uh, help uh, current sports fans just understand the game a little bit more and also future coaches as well. So uh, that's why uh you guys have a lot of success at St. Mary's, so we wanted to get you on. Thank you. Sounds good. No problem. I guess to start off things, just uh, give us a little background of your experience in coaching in regards to the number of years and sports coach and those types of things. Okay. Um, this will be my 15th season as head coach of Varsity Boys. Um, I started in junior high boys, junior high girls. I did five years of that, and then I moved up to assistant girls varsity coach for a year. And then there was a, two years in there where I did varsity boys assistant varsity girls and uh, four or five-hour practices, got to my knees and everything else. So we quit doing that. But, yeah, so I've been on 15 years of uh, head varsity. Nice. Yeah, yeah and then uh, I'd be on uh, year six as a co-head coach with uh, my dad there and uh, at St. Mary's. And then before that, I would have been as assistant for well, a couple of years. I don't know how far we go back, but a couple of years, I know the state runs. I was there. And then a couple of years before that as well, while I was in school yet, I was helping them out. So it's been a little while, long stretch. Long stretch. Yeah, absolutely. And that I think that's so awesome that you guys coach together. I mean, is is there any – I mean, you, you don't have to – say some of the negatives that come with it, but you're probably from a competitive part you probably get that every now and then but that's what a blessing to be able to coach father and son you want to expand on that a little bit it is it's an absolute blessing um it's been a joy for me um i not only uh, for justin to be uh, coaching with me but my youngest son i got to coach him through high school um and uh and nick and justin was part of nicholas's career too and so it's been a family event. Um, my other kids are involved. My wife is basketball nuts. She follows everybody. And uh, now I have a daughter-in-law that keeps books for us. And I have another daughter-in-law that watches every game. And so it's a big family event for us. And I think that's what I cherish most about it, um, that we're all involved and we love the game. Yep. And then I get to, I get to learn from him. I said, I, I was kind of the first, well, I was the first child, so. He wasn't into the coaching net as I was going up, and then he kind of gradually grew into it. 
And so now it's like our, I think my brothers, uh, Nicholas and Brandon, they have their farming that they do with him. Okay. This is kind of our hobby that we have. And like I said, right. we get, uh, my wife's now doing the book and stuff. And my mom's at the game. She gets to watch my two boys while they're there. And uh, we always bring the boys into the locker room too. So yeah, big family affair. No, I think that's just awesome. I mean, I, you'll look back on that 20 years from now and just, tr- you know, cherish those moments. And uh, it yeah. doesn't happen very often. So uh, especially nope. the success you guys have had as well. I mean, it's just kind of a win-win that yep. way. So um, hats off to all of you. And my next question kind of ties into that. So you guys have been in the state tournament now, seven straight years. So if there's a magic potion or whatever <laughs> you can, you can give, because my guess is every March now, you kind of have that week blocked off in your, in your yeah. schedules. But uh, so, so what goes into all this success that you guys have had at St. Mary's? Well, before I get to the success, um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a funny story. Uh, we won our first uh, sub-state game against Boyden Hall. And when we got done winning, the tradition there is unbelievable. We got done winning. They asked if we needed rooms because they already had them booked in Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> so, we didn't have anything. Man. We didn't have anything. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So, yeah. So, it was, seven years so, ago then? Yeah, that was seven years yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. funny. So, that is yeah. awesome. But then they treated us great. They helped us out a ton. But um, um, it wasn't that glorious when I started. Um, I started with a senior class that had a lot of talent, got 11 wins my first year, but then went into – couple years with only five wins and then a seven win season and we start we had to change the culture at St. Mary's because okay. it was baseball 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 and um everybody thought basketball was just something to take out to pass time and yep. everybody thought we were uh, Luxembourg Germans and we weren't tall and we weren't good and quick and we couldn't win and so it took a few years to change culture to get kids to buy in that that we can win and that right. we and that we can be successful and uh and then it just started kind of climbing from there but uh yeah i don't know i would say yeah like he started that i mean uh if you would go and say what has made us obviously it takes luck i think we've been pretty lucky to have some like lucky moments in games lucky right. to have some great parents like with the, and some great kids i think the the commitment of the kids is uh not have an off season basically because you're into one sport into the next, especially in a small school, there is no rest time for them. And I think uh, that's made it a lot easier, but then uh, also to buy in, like he's kind of started the defensive program here at St. Mary's with the man to man and the switch that we do. And the kids really buy into it. And I think that's what always gives us a chance to be down at state every year. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, you guys are in the war Eagle. It's, it's, you know, it's a really good basketball conference along yep. with other sports as well. Yep. I mean, so you're tested throughout the year as well. I mean, yep. against some of the teams you play, correct? Very much so. We have some superior coaches in the War Eagle. Um, the game plan they come up with against you, uh, it's different every time you play them. And uh, uh, it just challenges you night in and night out, challenges our kids. And it it does make us better, no doubt about it. And uh, I've learned from some of them coaches a lot. And I mean, there's some, there's some really good coaches in Northwest Iowa. And like every night yeah. is a matchup, every night's a matchup in the war Eagle. It's like never an off night or anything like that. There's always seems like you're going to get a good game, no matter which one you turn tune yeah. into. There's always a good game. It scores variate throughout the season. It's some crazy upsets or whatever, but right. that's the challenge of the war Eagle. I think. No, that's awesome. And kind of tie into that. 
with within your team itself over the years, like have you guys gone to like a team captain approach or I guess more so looking at your players now, what what is what have they contributed besides just obviously their talent on the court? What else have they given to you to have this success? They've given us a ton of dedication. Um, yes, we do do a team captain. Uh, our approach is um, we tell them um, after about 10 days, two weeks into practice, we ask uh, they tell them that if you want to be a team captain, you need to uh, come tomorrow. Tell us why you want to be a captain, why you want to be a leader of this team. Team and everybody. Yeah, and why you want, why you think you can uh, can lead us. And then so then all kids will all uh, come up, the ones that want to, stand up and talk and tell us why. And then we have a vote in – Sometimes it's two, sometimes it's three. Coaches kind of vary. Um, sometimes it's four because we sometimes have a guy that maybe just squeaked in, but we know we really need right. him to a captain. Yeah, right. So we, so we, then we'll have four. But uh, yeah, we our captains are amazing. We we have them in the office, oh, at least every two three weeks. We make sure they're happy, make sure the team's happy, we make sure we're doing what this because it's it's not our team, it's the seniors team. Yep. Uh, the seniors um, and the captains, um, we, you know, we want to make sure they're happy. We want to make sure they're having fun. We want to make sure that uh, we're we're uh, doing what they want to do to achieve goals. And uh, so, yeah, that's we that's the kind of way we approach it. And I think you kind of hit on it too with uh, you know bringing them in and talk to them. I think communications will have been one of his things okay. that he's kind of started here. If you want to talk with like, go back to that last question of what that brings us success is we have like an open line of communication with the players, and I think they have an open line with us. So we're all on the same page. Uh, I think, you know, sometime uh, way back, I think Nick Saab, one of his uh, coaches, fellow coaches, is the thing of coaches Kool-Aid, drinking the coaches Kool-Aid. Well, yep. the kids buy into what we're saying, and that's because we talk a lot with them. And so they're on the same page with us. I mean, they could – it's always nice to listen to when they get interviewed, and it's like everything that we said in practice, they're like reiterating it into the newspapers or wherever, and it's awesome to hear that because they're understanding. Absolutely. And – uh yeah, you guys have done a wonderful job of that. It seems like whenever I had a, two kids that played at Unity, and it seemed like every time we played St. Mary's, you're in for a dogfight, and and it was because everybody was together. I mean, from a defensive aspect, uh, running the offense, you knew it wasn't going to be easy, and that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we believe that the game of basketball, high school basketball, is eighty percent mental, and if you're if you are uh, ahead, one step ahead, if you're uh, if you're thinking what you're going to do before you actually get the basketball and then play as a team, you know, and understand your teammates and understand what we're, what we're trying to coaches are trying to achieve. We think we, even if we can't jump as high and maybe we ain't tall and we can't run as fast. Uh, if 80% of us get this, the head straight, we can win games. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what we value ourselves on. It's like, we don't, I think we've had maybe a handful over the seven year stretch, maybe like, two that have gone on to play at the college level. Right. It's been NAI division, whatever. But uh, we, so when you don't have like that basketball athleticism or that height or stuff, you need to really make yourself like, give yourself an advantage. And I feel like they do with the smartness of the game, you know, and playing the fundamental part of basketball. Yeah. yeah without a doubt. And yeah, just, you have enough uh, evidence there, I guess, over the last seven years, especially to, to prove for that. Uh, a lighter question here. What's the, like the funniest thing you have seen from a player or mo- multiple times from a, like a practice or a game? Yes. <laughs> I think we're going to sound like stuck ups here because we were like talking about this with coaches and 
it was like, I feel like we're pretty, we do have our funny moments, but it's like usually inside jokes or occasionally right. like the hill crack and they'll get the players rolling. And, but, uh, I, other than that, like we were talking, it says, man, it's usually like never a doubt. Like we'll go, we do scout reports on teams and whether it's preparing for like the unities or like the South of Bryans or whoever, like somebody's got the, the game yep. of last year, like where we were set players as certain guys they have yep. to act like him you have to do what he does <laughs> and it just seems like they just go off it's like you can buy it's like makes us second guess why we have this person playing jv or something you know so and it's awesome to see the boys get a kick out of it <laughs> also they make seven threes in a row or yeah, something right? exactly, yeah it, it happened today too yeah it just goes that way um, we do have one funny moment uh three years ago i'm, I'm 56 now i was 53 I thought I'd take the boys on in a sprint. I told them if I beat if I beat any of them, that uh, they got they got to run again. And uh, so we ran the first sprint, and I tied the last guy. <laughs> so we had to run again. I told them I beat him, and uh, so we ran again. And I got turned around, coming back the other direction, and I pulled my hamstring. Oh so shit! Doing that. Oh <laughs> shit! Lucky we didn't have yeah. the huddle stream going on. Man. Yeah, yeah there you go. It. At least it wasn't your Achilles or something like that. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, good. Well, uh, next question. So you guys are both heavily involved in coaching. So I guess, you know, why do you coach? What do you like about coaching? Why do you keep coming back every year? Things like that. Um, yeah, I was going to retire when Nicholas graduated. That was five years ago. Um, I I got into coaching because Justin got into high school and in his four year high school career, he had four different coaches. Okay. And it was yep. so, they had a talented team, a bunch of good guys and just never, the program changed and it's so tough. Right. So me and uh, Joe Schrader, uh, one of Justin's classmates, uh, dads decided to go get a coaching degree okay. and we got our coaching degree and worked our way up and finally got into coaching. I coached with Joe for probably five or six years and, uh, maybe even longer. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, coached with another dad, Nick Staub, who I coached traveling league with and through. But um, the, I got into it because of that. But um, now it's um, – I just – I love the friendships that I've made with these young men. Um, they come back to the gym, and the first thing they do is come co- talk to coaches. There shake you go. hands, and it's great to see them. And uh, um, I got kids that ask if I'd be a, a job reference for them. Um, and I'm like, you bet I would, I'll tell them how hard you work. And yep. uh, so, and then just the success and we have, we have such, um, and all schools have great kids. I understand that, but we have such good kids at St. Mary's and, and such good parents that uh, never really have to deal with uh, big troubles of any sort or mom and dad, you know, talking bad about you. And, right. uh, so it's just been absolutely joy. joy. It's been fun. And, um, and then Justin came in the picture and, and I absolutely love coaching with him. Um, it's like he said, I have a connection with my other two boys that farm with me and I have a connection with my yep. other son in Texas that we talk food and all this other stuff. And me and him talk basketball and it gives us a relationship. And, uh, so it's hard to leave, but I'm getting close, but it's hard to leave. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I told him, I said, you know, most people have like a fishing hobby or something or hunting. He doesn't do those things as a cattle farmer. So I said, coaching is his hobby, man. So he's got to stick around. So, yeah. No, and, well, I, and I've been, uh, like basketball was always my love. Maybe okay. it was my second best sport I was at or I was good at, but uh, it was always my number one love. And uh, I went, I kind of was lucky enough to, uh, I got, didn't make the team at Briarcliff, but I was a student coach. 
Okay. And I think like, you know, and like Todd Berry and I fell in love with just the sport overall as the coaching aspect of it. And, uh, you know, and then coming back, I think it's the process of, you know, we could have years where it's just like, when are they going to get it? When are they going to get it? And then you see the growth throughout the year. And then that, when you see that end result, it's kind of like teaching when you see kids graduate too, it's, you find it have that little bit of like that, uh, that good feeling, that comfort that you did something, you helped make Absolutely. something happen here. And I think that's kind of why you keep keep coming back towards it. You keep striving to get hit those goals that you set at the beginning of the season. And it's always awesome when you do. Absolutely. No, that's awesome. And uh, kind of ties into the next part of some mentors that you have had with coaching, whether it's coaching against or learning from. You mentioned Todd Berry there, Justin. Yeah. You know, I mean, what better mentor could you have? Yeah. You know, but um, any others that stand out for both of you? Uh, for me, it was, yeah, when I, I, uh, I guess I grew up in the farming industry and, uh, agriculture and cattle feeding. And, um, they always told me if you want to be successful, hang around successful people. Yep. So when I got into coaching them, I got, uh, coach against coach Yates, coach Yates from South of Bryan yep. and, um, knew he'd been in it for a lot, a lot of time. So I dial his phone quite a bit. Um, Lauren DeYoung from NOC helped me a ton. BJ Mulder has been unbelievable blessing to our program. Um, just, yeah, them guys like that. And then all my assistant coaches, I had some unbelievable assistant coaches too. And I still do. I mean, uh, um, we have, uh, Jared shut right now from KP okay. should yep. be a head coach. Should be a head coach. <laughs> it says co-head coach on that thing. We could add another co to it because he is, man. He's, he's so That's good. awesome. Yeah. And then I, I, like I said, Joe Schrader, Nick Staub, Jim Klein got me into coaching from okay. Lincoln, yep. on youth league. Um, just youth league he got me in. And uh, so, and then I've had Travis uh, Kohler and uh, you know, Tyler Delperting. And now, now I got former players that are coaching with Jacob Wessman. Last year, Colin Schrader oh, helped me. Right. So I'm getting yeah. old, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good thing, so, though. I mean, yep. that's awesome. Those yeah, names so alone with Delperdang and Wesselman. I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah. 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 And then Co uh, Coach Corver up Northwestern yep. has been okay. good to us. So we, yeah, I, I'm still learning. I still don't know all I can learn. I'm, I can, I've been doing it 15 years, and i got a ton more to learn yet, so I love it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like I said, I think I told you with my with Todd Berry at uh, Briarcliff, and I go another one with that with Nick Nelson. I thought he oh, was yeah. a big, yep. big defensive man. We kind of actually took the, the switch man-to-man yeah. -man from okay, him at right. that time. And he was Nicholas's big recruiter, my brother Nicholas's big yep. uh, recruiter. So, But uh, Nick had a passion for uh, defense, and I think that's where I get mine if you – go to the game that's where i do the most yelling is when we're on the defensive end yep. get after it but uh and then obviously my dad i think i was like he was watching him when i when i was he was coaching my brothers and stuff and then i get to join him i said still learn from him and then you could add in every single person that he said there that's been a longer way too right it's all been all been mentors to me yeah it's just an incredible list that you guys bring i mean it's seven straight years of getting to state and uh I'm going to kind of throw this question out at you. And if you have a good answer, great. If not, no worries. But uh, that means seven straight sub-states yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, what are any of those games, you know, you got seven straight sub-states. Any stand out between the others? Or do you go in the same mindset in all those? We have this talk after every one, like on the way back, the bus back from the trip. And it's yeah. like, I think every year we kind of say, wow, this one, this one was good, you know. Yeah, like, right. Uh, they all have their, uh, their different moments of what makes it good, and yeah. you can go with that part, too. Uh, yeah, they're, 
as amazing as Wells Fargo is, and it's amazing. Yeah. And we're blessed to be there seven years in a row. The sub-state game is just, like just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. The crowd and the facility and the local town and everybody's there and you got a packed gym. And yeah. Obviously, the first one always comes to heart because it's the first time we ever got there yeah. in school history. And partially because my son was on the right. junior on that team. And right. uh, so that one was huge. But um, then you go, um, I Spencer Short's junior year. Unexpected. Uh, un- yeah, we had no, MLC. we all didn't have any seniors on the team. South and Brian beat us twice during the season. We're playing at MLC in the sub-state we game against South and Brian, go overtime, and we win yeah. and make state. That was huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you, uh, you could you could rattle these off. It's yeah. like you go a lot of them, and it's been uh, – like we do this every year, and it's kind of like one keeps going, and they're like, right. they're all they're all dang good. Oh yeah, but, uh, absolutely. You know, you go Galen. Uh, I think oh, a couple totally. years ago when we were down, and Galen is a big rival for us, and, uh, yep. and for them, beat us twice in the year, and then we came back and we uh, ended up winning that one in a low scoring game. That's kind of how we play. So right, and then uh, Fonda, Newell Fonda has been a matchup for us over the last couple of years as well. Another coach that we get along with and chat very well and talk a lot with, but uh. You know, that was a game that came down. We started hot. They came back. They took a lead late. And then we hit a kind of not everybody would look at it and be like, oh, what play was that? And it was no play. It was just Jackson Bunkers turn around and hitting a jump shot. And, you know, we take the exactly. lead. Exactly. And then the, the I always love the moments at the end where we get the lead, got second spare, and the boys come in and they know we just got to inbound the ball. And they come in and they say, just draw it up, coach, draw it up. And we have shut, draw it up. And we got the play and we're ready to roll know that we're going on it's just if you would think it would wear off it doesn't wear off it, uh, it feels exactly. every single time so yeah he's right there's no there's no atmospheres like sub-state games and right whether it's just like the the two the three a gyms that you're playing in it's just it's packed uh the fans are excited it's always loud you have to you lose your voice after the game trying right. to yell out stuff what you need to do and it's just yeah it's great atmospheres Dan, I've watched a few of yours against Galen, you know, those sub-states. And, yeah, you know, I mean, you guys just, I don't know, you have a way of just controlling the game. And uh, you look at Jackson Bunkers and think, how can I steal the ball from him? But he just finds <laughs> a way to get by and make a layup or assist. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's he's, awesome. a, he's another one that he can move back and we'd have, we'd take him on our coaching staff. Oh, there, so. totally. I mean, that's just awesome in all sports for that matter. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, good. Well, last question for you. Um, I work with a lot of future coaches at Northwestern that are getting into it. So any specific advice you have for them? I, uh, he kind of mentioned a part of it, you know, he's always learning, still learning to this day, even after 15 years. And I think Lauren DeYoung, when he was running the best camp for us at the time, and I was helping out, he kind of told me, he said, well, you'd be a good coach because you have humility. And he says, you're, you know, and I kind of was wondering what he meant by that, but it's like, you don't know everything, you know, somebody always knows something more or whatever. So you're continuing to learn each day. And I think that's been something to help me knowing that, I don't know, have all the answers and been willing to ask others for the help that we need or find the answers right. that we need. And I think that's helped me grow in the coaching part. And I think it would help any young coach kind of as they're trying to get into it. Don't be afraid to ask those that may have experienced more, more been a part of different things that know a little bit of something about a zone or a, a man. Yeah, or right. So yep. I agree with that. I, I agree hundred percent. And uh, I'm still learning and be humble. Uh, be humble. Um, you're going to win some years and you're going to lose some years yeah. and uh, be able to accept both. And uh, I, we, we pride ourselves. We, we pride ourselves on discipline. 
we truly believe in this one. Um, we believe that, um, you know, there's, there's good and bad and, and we try to make our kids smart and, uh, and so, yeah. And then defense, we love defense. So we've got, I, I believe we always tell the kids, if you can keep team on under 45 points, you're always in the game. You got a shot to win. And uh, we believe on that big time. No, that's great. Well, well, thanks to both of you so much. Uh, I want to recognize our sponsor one more time tonight, uh, the moving company out of Orange City, Iowa. You contact Brad at 712-541-9407 for any of your moving needs, whether it's residential or commercial or storage as well. But uh, thanks to both of you as well. We're in December now, so you hopefully get a little break coming up here for Christmas. But uh, wish you the best going forward as well. Thank you. Hey, thank, thank you, you very much for having us. Thank you. Hey, and no glad problem. you're doing something like this. This yeah, is good for coaching. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Yep. Thank you.